dirt roads to rock crawling, tuba chuck to screaming eagle, moonshine to 50-year-old single malt. We talk about it all here on Wheelin' Wine and Whiskey with your hosts, Jason and Chris. Welcome to the Wheelin' Wine and Whiskey Podcast, episode 240. Oh my. Good evening, Chris. How are you? Jingle bells, jingle bells, really? jingle all the way. I'm tired of Christmas music all the, already. <laughs> Does your house have Hallmark Channel going 24-7? Oh, yeah. you know. Really? <laughs> Hallmark Channel. The Hallmark no. Channel? No, it's, we, you know, we watched the, the Christmas story with, uh, you know, a little. Oh, shit. I haven't seen that this year. I love that. Great. I actually ended Great. up buying it because I don't have regular. T- you know how WTBS plays it like twenty for for twenty four hours yeah, straight. Yeah, twenty four seven. Before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we don't have WTBS, so I ended up buying it on Amazon Prime. So on. So you play it twenty four seven. Yeah, for a month. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> now my family is into the Hallmark movies, and it starts at Thanksgiving, and I got my fill at Thanksgiving for Hallmark feel good movies. Um. You know, whatever, bah humbug, but, you know, it's just, they all start the same, they all end the same, and it is what it is, but here we are in the Christmas season. Yes. And we give till it hurts here at the podcast. (laughs) So, you know, this is our time (laughs) of the year. We make it happen, Chris. Um, Oh, yeah, we do, and we're trying to get a whole bunch of content for our listeners so we can take a week off. Oh, we're going to take more than a week off. Maybe 10 days. Well, Lorenzo's we're going to JK it again. We're going to JK a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Lorenzo's shit. telling me 10 days. He's shaking his head, waving his tail. Yeah. No, it's it's happening. Right. So Lorenzo better get to the editing that's duties our, then. That's our little precursor to uh, KOH 2024, which is Holy happening crap. at the end of January. It's I just got home from earlier. KOH 2023. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's <laughs> it's happening. It's a week earlier. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just glad I'm not a racer stressing out about getting my shit together for it. I I do have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of ambitions for my enclosed car trailer, getting it set up for KOH 2024. But, uh, you know, that's nothing compared. To the guys that are racing, Did you get so. the bunks in there so I can sleep in it. Is no, some- no bunks, but I want to do a diesel heater. I want to make this countertop. I've got a, a epoxy countertop idea that I want to make happen, and uh, it, it's going to be the place to party because you know nine, ten people try and cram into my cab over camper when the weather's cold and shitty and stuff, and and I've got bourbon and whiskey. And they pile into my camper. Well, now I want them to pile into a palatial estate of my, you know, enclosed trailer. So mm-hmm. um, that 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 will be a lot better. More and Lorenzo's better. looking forward to that because he he got nervous. You know, people like Tyler and Lee Lim and and Jimmy would walk into the camper, and, and he was worried about he'd be kidnap so well, now he it, can he can rest easy in the camper while we're potter partying 
in the uh, enclosed trailer. So and he'll be a little anxious though, because his bale of hay is in the in the trailer, and you know that's his food source. So. Well, I've got it's just like a horse trailer. I've got a bunch of hay on the top that nobody can reach except for him. So it'll be fun. Or, or Tyler, he, Tyler fun. can reach it. Well, Tyler could reach it. He's a little taller, but <laughs> Lee Lim definitely is not going to reach. Oh no, it, no, or or, or, or Jimmy, Mike, our friend so. Mike won't be able to reach it. <laughs> what I think Mike Mike standing on Lee Lim's shoulders might not be able to reach I it. I wonder so. if Mike Austin's going to be out there this year. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that works out. I am uh, hoping, my whole goal, I, I, I've got a lot of ambitions for KOH 2024. One, Amber is going to fucking finish within time. Okay, that's mm-hmm. number one ambition. Uh, number two is uh, seeing some of these rookies finish. KOH twenty twenty from the from the rookie program, yeah, like Thor Motorsports, uh, oh, EVE. They're gonna do a, a an EVE course. I want to see fucking Evolve Racing kick some ass. So, yeah, um, you bet. You know, and then of course our our friends that uh, that we just interviewed at at Thor Motorsports uh, from Canada. I'd love to see mm-hmm. them do well eh? because. They travel 50 fucking hours to get down there if the weather's good. <laughs> well, not only that, but crossing a, an international border and oh all that stuff God. going through customs. Just the, I can't even I can see imagine custom, that. Customs officers would be like, what What? What do you what got are you going doing? on here? What is what that? Are you doing? What are you, what are you doing, doing over there? <laughs> so, yeah, and, and our camp, Hammertown Heights Estates, is going to be bigger and better than ever. There's, I can't even talk about what's happening because... I've it's top secret. Stuff. Well, it's not top secret, but I don't want to spread rumors until I know that it's it's come to fruition. But if if half the stuff I've heard comes to fruition, um, get ready for Ultra Three, our neighbors across the street. We're 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 building on up. We're the Jeffersons moving on up. So looking forward to our camp this year. Um Sounds like I'm not going to be allowed in. No, you're allowed in. We, you've got the secret handshake. You learn the secret handshake, Chris. Don't you got to practice your secret handshake to oh, get is that? Where we kind of face opposite each other and grab each other's ankles, or what? <laughs> Whoa, that is a different <laughs> club that you belong to. I think that is the the YMCA swim club that you belong to. I'm that worried. is not Hammertown Heights Estates. <laughs> That is not what we promote there. That is holy shit. That is that didn't come out right. Jesus, have some more whiskey. That is bad. Okay, that is not our secret oh, handshake. Shit. You need to get your shit together. Um, but anyways, good stuff. Looking forward to it. We got a lot of great stories coming um, here on Wheeling Wine and Whiskey Podcast. This is just the beginning of the KOH yeah. content. Baby. And so with that, we've, we have we circle back with Ultra Fort Jones. Who? How many times has, has he been on the show? A hundred? I don't know. I don't know. You've got that count. I don't have that count. Lorenzo knows. No, Lorenzo's shaking his head right now like he doesn't know. You don't. What, what, do what kind you of know, super Lorenzo? producer is he? What kind of super producer? Yeah, is you're he? supposed to have these stats at at. Look at him. I mean, he we just, invested in that hoof. Why is he walking off right shit? now? 
son of a gun. He's going to hit the bourbon. He's been sober for a long time and he's going to hit the bourbon. He's disappointed. You know what? Take away that keyboard. He he doesn't get his hoof friendly keyboard anymore. He's disappointed himself. You should be. But anyways, so uh, Kevin Jones, everybody gets uh, fired before Christmas. (laughs) Spit some knowledge here on what he's been up to. And, um, you know, I love it. The genuineness. So let's roll into that interview. You want to do that? Yeah. Well, Chris, this is great. This this has been uh, way too long. I can't believe it, it was uh, right after like KOH last low? year. We too low. <laughs> Ding bow. Wow. Outing, bang. outing bang. I don't know. Outing bang. So we have Kevin Jones back on the podcast. He's chasing. He's chasing five eighteen and chasing Amber uh, on uh, how many times <laughs> he's been on the podcast. So Ultra welcome, Kevin or Jones. Welcome, oh, Kevin. It's good, it's everybody's good to be back. Been wondering. Yeah, everybody's been wondering what you've been up to. Trying to follow your Instagram. I can't even keep up with your shit no, that no, you no, got no, going no, on no. on the, Instagram. The real question is, what hasn't he been up to? Right. So so. Um, I, I go, hey, we got to get Kevin back on. Of course, Kevin and I talk every week at least. and uh, But I still, I, I've i been catching up on Chasing 518, your YouTube channel. And I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even know about that. And we talk every <laughs> week. So, yeah. all right. So let's get, let's get the, let's just get right down to it. We're not going to ask uh, where you grew up, we, where you went to school, and if you were a scholar or not. We're going to get right into brass tacks. Okay. Whoa. So let's. What have you been up to? <laughs> what uh, What's think, the most recent thing you've been up to? Like, oh, you want You want to go backwards, chronologically backwards? I don't know. I don't even know where to start. Uh, yeah. The big The big push right now is is to get. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's five eighteen chase my seven. Yeah. Want to get Want to get my seven three truck back on the road because we're coming up on two years. Two years ago that I cracked the block in that truck and uh, trying to been, you know, plan out a, a good, decent, solid repair on that truck without without breaking the bank. Because, you know, you can, you can get a 7.3 crate motor for, you know, $10,000 plus, but what? Uh, I was I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to do something a little bit more economical that um, that I thought would be a little bit smarter in the long run, so... So how many how many uh, 7.3s did you end up purchasing? <laughs> uh, I was given the first one and okay. uh, took it apart, and it had all kinds of weird mismatched rods and everything. And I didn't, I just didn't give me good good vibes. So that one, that one, I sidelined. Bought another one that came with a transmission and a harness and computer and gauge cluster and everything. And that one is the one that I use to build the run stand. Okay. That, uh, most people have seen on the garage content. Um, but then that one ended up having a couple of intake valves that uh, didn't really f- look so good on cylinder leak down test. So I bought another one and that one I got completely scammed and lied to. The guy said it ran good. And uh, it must have had a hole in a piston or something like that. Because not only was oh, it running shit. on... S- yeah, not only was it running on seven cylinders, but it would it would pump out the the oil fill cap, you know, once <laughs> yeah, every yeah, yeah they, once every eight hits. Flutter, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that one got parked, and then finally a, a 
another off-roader, like somebody actually in the community uh, posted one for sale. And I, I told him, I said, I, I'm just so burned out on these right now. I said, I'll buy it, but I need like a money back guarantee. And I said, I can get it running within a week and, and tell you that I'm satisfied. So he, he agreed to that. And that one had 180,000 miles and came out of a truck that, you know, somebody put in a ditch or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's the one I've been I've been going through and you know put head studs in and uh, upgraded valve valve springs and a few, a few little so things is that like that. Three is my count correct? Three or are we at three or four? <laughs> uh, well, the the freebie, the leaky intake valve one, the hole in the piston one, and now this one. So, so four. four, four, number yeah. four, wow. four doors, more whores. Okay, yep, yep. So. Wow. 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 <laughs> well, that's crazy. But you know what's cool? And, and, and you know, I had a 7.3 and I never should have sold that truck. It was a great freaking truck. But it was it. it I had to sell. I've learned in life. You got to sell shit to get better shit. Yeah. And so uh, that's what was able me to to buy the uh, 2017 F350 6.7, which spins circles around the 7.3. But. We're on seven three talk. Um, <laughs> I love the seven three. I love the sound of a seven three. I yeah, mean, they just they cackle. They just it's, it's just definitely got a cackle. It's so cool. So watching and and you know you've got an educational component to all your you know YouTube videos, IG post stories of like you're working through the situation. And asking for opinions and stuff, right? You're not the resident expert like on seven threes and going, oh, well, here's how you do this, that. Well, here's what I did. What do you guys think? And you get all this input. So, I mean, how much has the community helped you out rebuild this four engines to get to one engine <laughs> for chasing 518? <laughs> it's it's good. I mean, I don't I don't have a count on this particular situation, but I, I mean, I'm I'm definitely a big believer in you know, now at 42 years old, that the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. You don't know, yeah. And I'm not afraid to just say that on camera and say, you know, what do you guys think? What should I do? What what am I overlooking? What am I missing? You know, what, who knows about, is there a cool product out there that'll, that'll fix this or something like that? And, uh, you know, you gotta, I think we've said it a bunch, you got to sort through the, the bad to get the good, but you know, when you get those little nuggets from the community, it, it, it feels like it's, you know, I have those moments where I'm like, man, I don't know how I did this before, you know, when I didn't have all of this at my fingertips, you know, all of this, you know, reach, I guess, it, whatever you want to call it. It is insane times where you can get instant feedback, you know, yeah. where before, you know, you would be like calling people on a phone Maybe a rotary yeah. dial phone back in Chris's right. day, you know. Uh, Dude, you're but not much you, younger than me. I know. I'm giving you shit, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get you engaged here. Um, but no, it, it's it's it is crazy how you could put a story up and within 15 minutes, you probably have 20 comments from people like, "Oh, well, here's my experience with this," and you know, "Here's exactly what happened to me," and and it's like that's. The wealth of information. Now, of course, you got to sift through the shit, right? Like, because not everything right. is, not that people are feeding you bullshit, but 
you know, maybe what somebody's experience was isn't exactly the knowledge that you need to know at the moment in time. You know, people, sometimes people overshare, right? So (laughs) it's like, okay. (laughs) So, so, um, but super cool. And I love that, you know, to me, it just comes back to the genuineness and, and that's what I love about your channel and stuff. It's like, Dude, I've got some experience. I've done some shit, but I don't have all the answers. I'm open to suggestions and comments, and um, and it's cool because and you share that. You share some of the comments that you get and stuff, and it's like, oh well, you know, so and so said this, and then you got people like Ian Johnson chiming in, and it's like, okay, you know, that's pretty freaking cool. So yeah, yeah, it, it's just a cool process that you know can happen out there when you're, you know, not all that in a bag of chips attitude. Yeah. I think what's cool too is, you know, when, whatever the project is, whether it's race car or seven, three or something like that, like the, it can help build momentum too. You know, when you're, when you're struggling with, you know, Mm -hmm. either the motivation or, or whatever to, to keep trudging forward, you know, sometimes just, the comments of positivity or reassurance that like, you know, something's going to work out or it's not going to be a big deal or, or just, you know, don't, don't get hyper-focused on this. Look at the bigger picture. Like, I mean, people send me all kinds of encouraging messages too. So it's not, it's not even so just that's... technical advice, but it's just, I mean, it's something simple, you know, I love your content, keep it up. I have no idea what I'm looking at or how to help you, but uh, you know, I can't wait to see what, goes wrong tomorrow you know and and maybe it's something like that but it's all good i i love it i i have such a you know my reach is small but i feel like the group is super loyal Mm -hmm. Uh, so i i just everybody feels like you know they're just right there along with me so it's cool that that's a great point you know because the mental game is huge right and anybody and whatever the sport is or anything the mental game is crazy and and you know you're you're you've got a lot going on in your world uh as uh, but 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 it's like the every man and you know you got a family you got two daughters wife you got the white picket fence and the dog and the whole thing going on and firefighter and it's like you know you are the epitome of the every man challenge i love it um so you got this race car sitting in your garage that obviously you've you know, you got stuff stacked on it like Chris's Jeep and and you've been focusing on getting, you know, your truck running, your tow rig, your tow pig going um, and, and then all this other stuff that's come up in between. But life happens and that's that's what's super cool. But the but getting those little like, dude, that's awesome. I just experienced the same thing or keep up the good work. I love following your page. I mean, Chris and I have gotten that over the past four years. And that's what keeps us going with the podcast. It's like, we're not making any freaking money off of this. And honestly, I got other shit to do right now, but I enjoy this. This is fun. And, and I love, um, this, you know, making content and, and people receiving it and going, Dude, that was so cool. I love that podcast. And, you know, we've done some stuff and and same thing. You can relate to this that you're like, I don't know if I should put that out there or not. But then people are like, dude, that was great. I, I love that. I could totally relate to it. So the feedback is always great, good and helps that whole mental aspect. Because honestly, 
you know, wrenching out in the garage at freaking 1230 in the morning. It's like, what the fuck am I doing right now? You know, but it's passion. <laughs> it comes back to passion, yeah. and the grind, yeah. right? And then getting validation yeah. from your followers. It's pretty freaking cool. And whether you got 10 followers or fucking 10 million, it doesn't care. Those, those little comments of positivity are, are great. How many people yep. recommend you get well a said. cleanse? Well said. <laughs> uh, just one. There's one. There's one guy that keeps messaging me every time I post like weird Ford trouble, and yeah, I can't think this, who it is though right now. This is last yeah, name is a www Chris Mains Chris M. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to dig way deep in my DMs. So- I, don't, I don't think I respond to that one. <laughs> perfect perfect so so um you know along the lines of rebuilding this your current project this 73 and i mean coming down to the the details right and this silly little thing of bubbles passing by a glow plug um i mean you know does it happen in other engines obviously it probably does but like who else is researching this shit i mean yeah uh, i mean that's the stuff that i'm just like how is it what am i doing to myself that that i get to learn these <laughs> these things um and i think most people would just say it's my attention to detail you know i think i think most people sure. would just they would just slam glow plugs in it put the valve covers on and never look yeah, back send but, it yeah, nobody ever uh, would have thought that that you know exhaust gases or, or, yeah. or any compressions going past a glow plug. Right, right. But uh, yeah, that that was interesting. You know, I mean, I I, I can say today that's that's behind me because I ran the engine a couple more times and and took none one more look leaking. at that thing, and none of that is happening. So I can't wait um, till you get this thing on a dyno to see. You're probably picking up about four no, or five more horsepower I, because I, <laughs> I will tell you, like. <laughs> It's it's always this way, right? When you have nothing invested in a in a vehicle, and I don't just mean monetarily, but you know, time and energy, you're you're way more willing, in my opinion, to to be pretty mean to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was pretty mean to it before it blew up, and I I gotta say, you know, like it being out of commission for almost two years and all of this this headache of multiple engines and stuff, like I, I'm really hesitant. I say this right now until I put my foot on the throttle, but I, I think I'm going to try to be nice to it for a little while. Really? I, don't, I, don't, okay. I don't, I mean, I don't think I'm, I'm going to put it bullshit. on it. I know. I don't want to put it on the dyno. I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to put it in the hot tune, you know, maybe I'll just leave it in the toe tune or something, but well, so there is there. there well, so one, I call bullshit as well. Yeah, you're, Two, you're right. try, I'm trying videos. to be mature. Okay. I'm I trying. understand that. I understand that you got a few more years before you're up to Chris and I's maturity. So, so I've always, wait, built, wait, wait, my maturity. Oh, okay. Your maturity. <laughs> I've always like, I'm not the, you know, to go out and modify stuff right out of the gate. I got friends that modify shit and they need a computer to start their fucking truck because it's so heavily modified and great. They're producing, you know, 215 more horsepower than I am, but you know what? I don't have to do shit, but press a button 
and freaking go to my destination and I know it's going to run. So there's something about reliability in a tow rig. Yeah. Um, you've here, got here. your other rigs to, to, to romp on and have fun in, but I, I'm always of the, the school of thought of making your tow rig, getting you to your fun of being super reliable. And yeah, don't forget about the suspension he put in that truck, though. Well, I know. That's it. And I, I was watching some YouTube videos last night of you getting sideways in the freaking F-350 and and stuff. And I'm, I'm like, oh, man, he just flogs on that freaking truck. So it's in the blood, Kevin. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But that's yeah. what you that you got to accept your fucking destiny there. Yep. But uh, yep. whatever. But yes. Um, so you learned way more about seven, three diesels than you ever wanted to know. Yeah, it's, it's been good. You know, and I always, I always say, I appreciate the education and a lot of people have a hard time watching me, you know, work on all these different things, but everything I've ever owned, you know, whether it's a lawnmower or a seven, three, you know, has taught me something mechanically. And, and that's really what, what I crave is. Yeah. You know, I've always, I've always been that way since I was a little kid. So I, I don't really, it doesn't really ma- matter to me what, what I'm working on as long as, as long as it's mechanical and I'm learning something. And not a Dodge. Yeah. And not I a get Dodge. It. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So much hate. So much hate. <laughs> so let's get, let's get our listeners caught up because I didn't even know you had like a blue truck, a blue sure. Ford truck yeah. that you inherited. Uh, there's there's sideswipe, um, of course the whiskey runner that we've grown to to love. It it, it surprised you. It surprised all the viewers of how it's well that truck like has Toyota performed every day. <laughs> it is you flog on that thing and it just keeps running. So super cool. So let's get like caught up on some mule. of your vehicles before sure. we get into some ultra four shit. Sure, sure, yeah. So it was. Uh, back in June, I made the conscious decision to fix the 7.3 truck and full well knowing that while I was going to focus on that, I wasn't going to get any race car build work done. Uh, and it wasn't long after th- that I did that, pulled the engine and started building up the new one that I realized I not only had no money, but I had a bunch of credit card debt. Mm. Uh, just a real bad miscommunication between uh, the wife and I. So we, we kind of got hyper-focused on, I really didn't do much of anything for those that were really paying attention mechanically because everything costs money, sure. but uh, got hyper-focused on, on paying off the credit card debt. So I worked as much as I could and I took on every single mechanical flip I could get my hands on. Uh, I turned a Aprilia scooter in, in like two weeks. <laughs> That's <right>. um, <laughs> I, there were there were a few I, I can't even think of them right now, but yeah, if I thought I could buy it, fix it, and sell it, and make make a couple bucks to throw off on the credit card, that I did it. And one yeah. of those was one of those was this blue F three fifty that uh, you know a a friend of mine in the Santa Cruz area offered up, and I took it on with an engine related problem and fixed that really quickly. And shortly thereafter, transmission trouble ensued. And uh, it's been kicking my butt ever since and making me definitely regret kind of this flip thing, you know. But it's, it's the nature of flips. Like, you they, win some, you lose some. They can't all be roses, yeah, right? They can't all yeah. be roses. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I yeah, I, I, I clean house on some of them, and, and this one just, it, it just 
not yeah. going so well, but is is what it is. I, I put if it, it was easy, everybody'd be doing yeah. it, Kevin. I know. Right? I threw it on uh, I threw it on marketplace last night, like as is broken, just to <laughs> just to kind of like get it get it out of the yard. Just to see like, will somebody just take this thing off my hands and uh it you know, I don't know. We'll we'll see what that one I, I've got a friend that wants to buy it if I can straighten it out, but I just I just have not been able to. Yeah, so, uh, that that one's that one's tough. Well, that one's you, been frustrating. There's always there's always those points in your life that you gotta cut your losses, right? Yeah. So absolutely, this is yeah. one of those where you just fucking just send it, just be yeah. gone, yep. and we move on. Uh, you know, and then you got those other ones, those diamonds in the rough that you pick up and you know and go, holy crap. You know, this, this yeah. is easy fix and you send it and make a little bit of cash off of the deal. So I get yeah, it. Yeah, it, and it was funny. The, uh, you know, the, the whiskey runner I bought about a year ago for 800 bucks and that thing has never let me down. And, and you I think, drove it. So for a, wait, 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 let's you, back you up. You definitely put effort into trying to kill that truck. For $800, you drove that shit from your house six hours down to Johnson Valley Fucking yeah. ran it up, uh, Jack, right? Or what Claw do you guys hammer. do? Claw hammer. And, and drove it home. Yep. I mean, that is worth $800 entertainment in itself. Oh, and yeah. it still keeps <laughs> giving to you. So yep. you are still ahead of the game, my friend. Yeah, somebody somebody brought up the point. They're like, <laughs> you've probably put $8,000 worth of gasoline in that truck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably right, you know, but. Yeah, no, it's funny that, I mean, that one, that one just wins, but the blue truck within just in like the first two weeks, I think of ownership and trying to like turn that thing. It, it was on the tow truck twice. (laughs) I got, I got pulled over in it. Uh, it caught fire. Uh, it just, it's, I feel like it's that's right. You had a fire. It was cursed. You need to get rid of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fix or repair daily. You just need to, you know what? Who's your neighbor up the hill? That uh, Andy? Is it Andy? Uh, Andy's right next door. Mark's yeah. up, up above. You just need to drop it off on Andy's property yeah. and just leave it there yeah, one just night. Leave just leave it. I know. Put a big red bow on it like the Lexus commercials. Yeah, yeah like Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And just well, fucking this... get rid of it. Yeah. Wow. That's coming from a Ford lover right there. I don't know. They all, they all they all can't be winners. Chris. They all can't be winners, Chris. Just like all the Dodges are losers, but you know, there's no. one in a thousand that are no. bummers, lemons, and Fords. So it happens. You're, you're definitely wrong. <laughs> Wong, Wong, Dave Wong. Are you talking about Dave Wong? No. <laughs> I love my Ram. I love. We're going to get him engine. back on the podcast too. By the so. way. What's Kevin so, doing right now? How how many miles? So you so going back to Whiskey Runner, you drove that all the way to Colorado and beat the shit out yeah. of the too, right? Yep, yep, yeah, that's right. So how many miles have you put on? How many miles have you put on that truck since you since you bought it? Ooh, um, boy, I don't know. Uh, a lot. Yeah, it seems thousands, like. I yeah, say. I mean, a couple thousand, a few thousand. I I definitely should have changed the oil a couple of times, but <laughs> you have not changed the oil. <laughs> <laughs> but that requires caring. So no, you are oh definitely God. trying. This truck. Are you going to drive it till it dies? Or are you trying? To, you're trying to kill it. I I feel really bad for it right now because I've been cannibalizing it to try to figure out what's wrong with the blue right. truck. Right. Yeah. So it's literally sitting with no. 
valve body or guts or anything in the bottom and of the transmission. That was like the right best now. truck but, ever. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you need to you need to take that shit back off the blue truck, put it in the whiskey runner, yeah. and just keep running the whiskey runner. And like yeah. I say, just send it to Andy's house for with a Christmas gift. Like, good luck. Throw a bottle of rotten hammers in it. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not like a total, you know, dud. And um, <laughs> the there you go. And let him deal with it. Truck. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. And then uh, there's been some other projects in the interim here. Um, I'm glad you're refocusing on the 7.3 and getting the whisk yep. or your, your. Yeah, we got, back up we got all our, we got all our money. Yeah. Yep. We got all our money stuff straightened out. We're out of debt. No more credit card bill. Um, and that's huge. And, and that's and that's huge. Yeah. Why don't Why don't Let's go a little micro right now. Why don't they teach that shit in in school in high school? Why don't they? You know, they teach economics how to fucking feed yourself, but they don't teach economics. And and we've all had economics classes, but it didn't get down to the brass tacks. And this. I'll get on my fucking pedestal for a minute. Oh boy. It's like, you know, let's get some real life shit happening in high schools of like, okay, one, how do you cook? Like basic meals. You don't need to be gourmet chef, you know, but you need to eat to survive. You need nutrition. Okay. You need financials to survive. All right. You don't need to be fucking, you know, Bill Gates and shit, but you need to be, you need to have some some money to pay your bills. And it's like this it's so easy to to link up a credit card, right? And yep. oh yeah, you got ten thousand dollars in your credit card. And you go and it's so easy to just swipe this plastic tiny little card at this whatever vendor. And you don't even think you don't even look. I don't even know what fucking people are charging on my card. It's like, oh, that was fourteen dollars at Subway. That was fucking $28, $28, you know, here. That was $140 at fucking, you know, Costco. And and then you get the bill, and then it's like, holy fuck, Batman, I just spent a thousand dollars this month. And then then what they're starting to do, right? Like society trying to control the credit card thing it's like oh if you pay twelve dollars a month it's going to take you 32 years to pay off your credit card debt you've seen that on your credit card (laughs) bill that is the funniest fucking thing i'm like but people are in that boat that don't understand economics a lot of people and have zero zero discipline right like luckily i am so thankful and I'm an only child, and people are like, oh, you were spoiled growing up. No, I wasn't. My parents taught me the value of a dollar, and I started working when I was uh, you know, 11 years old, and I learned the value of a dollar at a young age, and I am so grateful looking back on that of like knowing you know, how to manage your money and, and you know, don't spend more than you make and shit. So anyways, yep. I don't know how we got off on that tangent, but... Uh, no, no, my, you're right. My, I mean, my micro PSA. Yeah. What Kevin, I mean, Kevin paid his debt off. That, that's how we got. Yeah, it, it started. <laughs> right. You know, credit card debt. Right. It started with the race car when it, it was like, well, you have to buy parts faster than you make the money. So you, your credit card is going to just be a part of it. Sure. But it's pretty obvious. I haven't 
had a race car for a little while now. And it's like, why do I have any credit card debt? Like, this is ridiculous. So it really took, it really took me getting angry. It took me getting mad about it to, to really finally want to do something about Mm -hmm. it. So, you know, I I had to shut everything down for probably three months there to, to just go, go full, full aggro on it. But, you know, we're in a good place now. So I'm going to, I'm going to put my truck back together. There's a few more parts I need, but I, I think I can I can make that work, you know, paycheck to paycheck. Uh, put the truck back together and get rid of some of these other turds out here in the yard and um and then, you know, back on the back on the 4800. But but that's I mean, you know, that's the reality, right? And that's again going back to genuineness and it's like you got to provide for your family. You got you know, yep. you got four mouths to feed, including your own. And I've seen you eat. You eat a lot <laughs> and you drink a lot. But anyways, um, of course no, it, it's it, it is. It's like I got to get back to, you know, make this thing right. And yes, I want to fucking work on the race car. Yes, I want to get my truck fixed. Yes, I want to do all these great things. I would love to take a trip to freaking Europe. But let's get back to reality and let's let's address this credit card debt. But you know, most people in society would be like, fuck it, just, you know, I'll go in, you know, and claim bankruptcy and get fucking vindicated and Biden will take care of me and all this bullshit, you know, and and that's why I've always loved following you and, and uh, you know, you're genuine and it's like, fucking let's take care of shit crisis situation first and we'll move on and you will get your race car done. You will fucking have a cool car and you will fucking hopefully dominate in podium baby 800 class. Right. And that will be a great fucking day. And it just, it's all about priorities. And unfortunately, most of our society, you know, is pie in the sky and not focusing on the reality. But anyways, I think there's a, you, you know, for me and, and talk about like my stories and what I show and everything, it, it's a fine line, right? Obviously a lot of people go to the internet to, to feel good and to see yeah. awesome things and you know, whatever. But so I don't want to just be like, woe is me every day. Uh, but I do know that everybody that is in the community with me, they have the same struggles, time, yes. money, yes you know, relationship, like every, all of that stuff. So, you know, I don't like the first time I posted, I think a picture of my credit card balance or, or maybe making a big payment or something like that. I was like, ah, is this, is this kind of weird? Or I don't yeah. know, but the amount of, the amount of comments I got, like telling me good job, or I'm going through the same thing. People could uh, relate. It was so relatable. So it instantly yep. kind of gave me reassurance that this is okay. Like, this is fine. Like these are, these are, real struggles Real that, I, that, I, exactly. that I think most that I think most people go through. I mean, so. honestly, you know, everybody's like, why the, why'd you move? You know? And I'm like, financially, it was a no brainer for me. And one, and the other thing was, I love the area, but you know, if I was still in the Bay area, I'd be super fucking stressed right now because I wasn't living paycheck to paycheck, but it was, it was tough. It was yeah. tough. And I didn't want to continue doing that. I had a great house, great area. I was, you know, freaking one minute from my mom. And 
it just, but I knew I had to move and I knew this was the place I needed to be in. And I don't regret it one bit, but it was a financial decision when it came boiled down to the brass tacks. And, um, it's great. And, and you gotta, you gotta make some sacrifices to make stuff happen. And, um, this is real life. And, you know, back to ultra four and stuff, it's like, you know, racing's great and all this glamorous shit, but you know, even the top dogs, I mean, they got all these quote unquote sponsors, but they're, they're still, it still costs them money to race. Right. It's not a free, free deal. And, and then, and that's what I love about ultra four. There's a lot of guys like you that just love to race, have a passion for racing and the whole sport and are, are scraping everything together, scraping pennies together to make it happen and making it happen. And, you know, it's just, it's life. Um, you know, racing, what, you know, like we say on the podcast, you know, you want to make a million in racing, you got to start out with a fucking 10 million. So, you know, it's just part of the deal. Okay. So getting into ultra four, because people want to know. Yeah. Enough, enough talk about garbage trash. I know. So, um, where are you at and what's going on with the 2024 KOH? the it's it's funny this this time last year a lot of people were asking me are you going to get your car done are you going to get your car done and right it's funny this this year it's pretty dang obvious to everyone that like that's just (laughs) not not a priority (laughs) uh so it's kind of nice because it's actually taken a lot of the those dms out of the inbox but um yeah i'm i'm going to be navigating for aaron smith again just like i did it KOH 23. That is a great team, uh, so by the way. It yeah. just seems like a natural fit. Hanging out in your guys' pit, and you guys are very similar. Like, yeah. ADHD-wise and everything. It's like, it's it's cool. Yeah, he's... Uh, I, I really like Aaron. I really enjoyed getting to know him and, and his whole posse, you know? So, uh, I'm glad that that's, that's going to work out again. Um, he's, he's got a lot to do, but he doesn't have as much to do as he did this time last year. So he, you know, we, we talked kind of logistical strategy the other night about like prioritizing, you know, what parts of the car to repair, what parts to upgrade. And I, I'm not, I don't have a say in any of that. I think I'm just a sounding board for him, you know, which is, which is fine. Just kind of you know, if he asked me what I really think he should do, you know, should he build a new dash or should he, you know, whatever. It's just like, I'll just give him my two cents. Um, cause it's put a you know, my, my passenger side. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I know. Well, I really need a, a good cup holder is what I need in that seat. But I don't know if you guys know anybody that makes those, but no crickets. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so no, it, it's it, it, you know my pros. skin in the game. Okay, my my skin in the game with Aaron is you know obviously I want him to bring a a dependable competitive car that we can do good in. So um, sure. yeah, I'm excited for that. We got a, we got a lot of little things to figure out, but he's he's got a car to put together, and um, you know my plans just to keep keep pushing with my truck and get my truck ready and. Um, 
and then when I get home, hopefully, you know, that, that leaves me in a good place where, uh, you know, I can, I can get back to working on the 4,800 cause it, it kills me. It bugs me a lot. You know, I mean, that thing is obviously center stage in my garage and I spend a lot of time in my garage. So when you, when you end up walking around your project instead of, you know, walking, instead of walking up to your project, right? Yeah, uh, th- that just kind of eats away at your soul a little bit. So I, I'm, I'm pretty excited to, to get, get focused on it again, but I just, man, I was just in such a weird funk, not having my pickup truck. You know, you could say, oh, you got the whiskey runner, but it's like that, no. that thing just can't, can't quite get it done. No. Um, there's a lot of reasons why like I shouldn't more. drive it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, I'm excited, you know, about 2024. I thought I was excited about 2023, but you know, just kind of went, went, flew right by. Well, but, uh, it's life. I'm right? playing, you know, I, I'm, I'm just playing long game. Like it's, it's funny. I've watched, you know, you think back to, I bought that old car in the spring of 2019. Yeah, so 2019. in, in what's coming up on five years of quote, hanging around ultra four, I've seen so many people come in hard, burn out and yep. just go away and gone. And, and I, I utilize all that as like, kind of lessons and I'm trying to pay attention to don't, don't fizzle out. Don't, don't kind of blow your wad. Don't, don't end up divorced. Don't end up bankrupt. Just this is something I really, really want to do. I think I can do a good job at it. I just need to chip away. I need to be patient and I need to just play long game. Yeah, no, and it's, it's fine. You know, I mean, motorsports say whatever you want about, you know, political or economical stuff like racing motorsports is not going to go away. So there's, there are plenty of years evolve, left, of, but it won't go. Yes, away. yeah. There are plenty of years left in in my life uh, to to do what I want to do, and I just need to keep working towards that goal. And I, I'm not too worried about you know. I used to kill myself trying to meet maybe some ridiculous deadline, and and at the cost of what you know. Um, my my girls are growing right faster than anything, and so. No, absolutely right. And, and it's, it's, that's a great perspective and, um, you know, the trials and tribulations of, uh, ultra four or whatever, but King of the Hammers is not going anywhere soon. Um, it's so freaking popular and great and, and, uh, people are dialed into it. Um, but so with that said, yes, let's go there. (laughs) <laughs> are we going there? We're going to go there. Okay. Where are we, we going? are going to go there. Where are we going, Chris? Where are we going? I want to know what the hell's going on with the Robinettes and freaking Ultra 4 Racing. Yeah, what the fuck is all this yeah. Fox Sports Insiders stuff going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I guess depending on your air date of this or whatever, like a lot of scuttle scuttlebutt or whatever you want to call it started scuttlebutt, about two days yes. ago. But uh, I, heard, I heard some stuff a couple of months ago from some people that I think are, are more in the know that they kind of alluded to, uh, you know, ultra four USA might be looking for a new owner, right. uh, That the Robinettes might want out. And, uh, it sounds like that's, you know, pretty much confirmed at this point that they would, the Robinettes would like to sell the, the series. Mm. Um, the schedule came out and it doesn't have any races at their mid America facility. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, so there's, there's a lot of people, 
you know, worried right now because they, they put their eggs in the series basket. Yes. yes. And uh, I think it's also one of the reasons I, I've never really been all that into, you know, I, I dabbled with it in 2021 and I kind of, all it really showed me was I, I don't really love the series. I mean, I said it before, I'm all about KOH, but right. I just don't, I don't know that I love the series. I think I want to, you know, do a bunch of bucket list motorsports stuff. So it, I'm just watching, obviously, from the sidelines, but it, it definitely seems like Ultra 4 USA is the wheels are kind of coming off. Well, yeah. now uh, it's, it's not going to affect it's not going to affect hammers. Uh, no. and, and honestly, like, I really wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the day, like Dave Cole owns the series again. Get back back but, at it. Right. That that was kind of my thought a couple days yeah. ago. I'm like, oh, my God, what if Dave Cole? I don't know that he wants to have the headaches of all of that, but I mean, it it comes down to economies of scale, right? I mean, to to have a, have a series that's, that bops around the nation, you know, East coast, West coast, and then South and North, you know, I mean, there's there to have the equipment, the, the, the cameras, the, the trailer that travels from point to point to do the coverage and all the equipment. I mean, to do one event costs a fortune, but to do, I mean, obviously trucking equipment to and from various venues has a, mm-hmm. has a significant cost, but it's certainly, you can spread out the, the cost of all the capital investments over various venues if you do do it that way. So, I mean, right. obviously it's kind of, this is, you know, 30,000 foot level stuff, but yeah. um, I don't know. I'm, I, I started kind of perusing the, the interwebs about it a little bit. And when I, Saw that post from uh, Chip McLaughlin. I was like, "What? What in the hell is going on here?" And that was the first time it popped up on my radar. So I started. Well, there was a couple prior to that. Yeah, there was. But. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't. Yeah, want- it, you know, I I hate to say like I don't care uh, because I do. It's it's the sport. It's the sure. hobby. It's it's all those things. But I don't think it's really going to affect my plans and. And if anything, it, I think we kind of talked about this before you turn on the mics or whatever. It really reaffirms to me the importance of like the diversification yes. of whatever it is you're trying to do. Yes. And, and that's, you know, maybe it's because of my ADHD or, or what, but I feel like now I'm, I'm seeing, you know, with this, this example right here that we're talking about, this is why I want to be kind of all things motorsports, right. you know, like I, and, and, and I, I didn't realize, you know, I didn't realize at the time when I picked my little Instagram handle that it was so short sighted, but yeah, I want to do, I want to do all of it. You know, I want to do cheap truck challenges. I want to do King of the Hammers. I want to race the Baja 1000. Um, I, I, I just want to, I just want to live my best life, yes. you know? And, and yes. that's, that's really, yes. So it, to watch the series kind of ebb and flow and, and lose locations and change owners and all that, it really kind of reaffirms to me that doing this for my reasons is a lot better than chasing somebody else's series. And I feel bad for the guys that, that are really banking on the series for either their, their marketing or their sponsorship, because, you know, that would be kind of scary if you had these companies that are now, you know, they were going to give you product or money to go do what you love, but now they're waffling because, well, wait a minute, why would we give you this? The, the, you know, the mm-hmm. series is, mm-hmm. you know, in jeopardy or being canceled or anything like that. But the companies that help me, I would say 80 plus percent of them don't even care if I go to a race. They just want, they just want me to do me. The content. You know, they want me to, 
yeah, the content, like build stuff in the garage, go break stuff on the trail, oh, like that, that's, go go spread the good word, show us how the products used. Like, that's the genuineness, and, and right? Fun. And that's what yeah. companies are are seeking is like, you know, what's this guy doing? Oh, okay, he's got a family, he's making stuff happen. He's, you know, you've been. <laughs> very good at staying relevant with not racing. <laughs> and, uh, and my hat's off to you for that because it's like most people that aren't racing and life and gets involved and, you know, whatever reality yeah. sets in, sure. you know, yeah, in this sure. Fagazi Fagizzi life of racing, you know, um, you're not, you're not Lauren Haley. You're not Levi Shirley. You're, you're every man, challenge guy that has a family trying to keep the bills trying to pay down the credit card xyz and here you are still staying relevant which is like a fucking gold star if i was a sponsor of you <laughs> you know like dude this guy's still cranking out content with piece of shit you know fucking seven three fords whatever it is you're 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 on the <sighs> grams you're words. you're staying relevant and that is the key and i think that is the the takeaway of people you know that don't have big backing sponsors dollars yeah you know family trust i want a family fucking trust can i get a family <laughs> trust for Let's, i mean you, you could just, start one it doesn't it doesn't mean it'll have anything in just, it but i think you could start one. you know just <laughs> get i i have a couple friends that get five thousand dollars a month for doing fucking nothing wow. i want that how do i get yeah. that how do i sign up for that program uh, you don't, but that uh, is not you reality don't you don't value, chris you don't gets that it. no chris i don't doesn't quite hey, get let's, five let's, but let's let's back up for a second and talk about <laughs> here you know, we sponsors go sponsors and in the game and you know it's like thinking about ultra four and the robinettes wanting out on that robinettes. series and robinettes um I mean, it's it's like you, you kind of keep mentioning the sponsors. The sponsors are going to be fine. I mean, because because they have many eggs and many baskets, you know. And it's diversification, just, Chris. Absolutely, and that is yeah. the takeaway. So Don't whether put it's, all your it's, eggs in one basket, whether it's Ultra Four or it's, if it's Trophy or if it's you know NASCAR or you know just regular everyday stuff, you know, drifting, whatever the whatever the thing is. Um, I, you know, I, I don't like Kevin said, I don't know how this is going to land or how this is going to shake out. Who's going to own it. Is it going to be back to Dave Cole? Is it going to be somebody else? Is it going to be, gonna be, is it gonna be Tyler Morflate that's in Chris it? Mains. I don't know. Chris Maines. Right. Yeah. Cause You're I want that fucking series. headache. Yeah, you do. But bring it on. <laughs> Wait, Wheeling Wine Whiskey's going to buy it up. Oh, that go. would be fucking cool. <laughs> Ultra Force sponsored by Wheeling Wine and Whiskey. Yeah, you talk about you talk about not having money now. Try to be an event promoter, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like how to go from yeah, I think a billion somebody to zero it, in, in short it was order. Uh, it was one of the comments on the Facebook stuff that that I think kind of hit the hardest, and it was there's too many people with too much money wrapped up into these cars yes. in this industry for it to just go away. So, yes. like, I don't have any I don't have any doubt it's going to land somewhere. Yeah, uh, it, it might it might look a little different. It might be a more condensed schedule. You know, it, it's hard to say what it's going to look like, but right, it's not going to go away. There's there's no, way going away. way too many no. people with way too much money wrapped up in this. It's stuff, way too so. popular. Yeah, but like I said, to me, it it just really hit home that uh, you know because I mean clearly 
you know, at that Lauren Healy level, their content is smoking tires. Like they, yes. that's what they can do. They don't have to show the cars getting built. They don't mm. have to show anything, but you know, the, the sexy go fast stuff and um, launch, but I can't jumps or rocks, right, or whatever right. it is. And, and but and I don't, you know, I don't have rocks. the, yeah, exactly. But I don't have the bandwidth to smoke tires every day mm-mm, mm-mm. And, and expect that to be my only content. So uh, I, I think it's it's way better for me and the the companies that that I want to partner with to to just be me and show everybody what I do on my days off, you know, whether it's you know in the garage uh, or you know a piece of junk truck like the whiskey runner yeah. or making some parts for the race car like th- that's I, that's your mainstream consumer you know I am that that guy yeah exactly so if you want to you know if you want to sell tools or, or products I, I, I'm the guy that's buying them. So, yep. you know, why, why, why wouldn't you want to hit your target audience or, or um, brunt, you know, footwell? Yeah. You right. Know, everybody needs exactly. shoes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, and like rod and hammers, you know, that you've aligned with, I mean, super freaking cool being wheeling wine and whiskey. Yeah. We love whiskey, I had a but, conversation, you know, yeah, I don't think the rod and hammer thing, I, I don't, I don't think it would be bad if I said this, but I, I had a conversation with one of those guys the other day in the marketing department. And he was talking about two drastically different events that he went to uh, to represent the company. And one was super hoity-toity. And mm. he said they, they barely got any sales and, and it just really? didn't feel right. And he, and he said, and then they went to this blue collar, you know, uh, 24 to age 44 demographic <laughs> of males. And they, they sold all kinds of stuff. And, and I... I just kind of like wanted to hit him upside the head and be like, yeah, that's, that is your, that's, that is your, those are my people, yep, you know, that is the people. demographic because we're not, you know, we're not in high school drinking Jack Daniels anymore, right. but, but we're not buying hundred dollar bottles. You know, I'm like your product lands exactly where we Correct. live our life. Correct. And, you know, and, and it just, it was, it was one of those things that it was good to, to kind of hear from them that they, they fully understand that. Yeah, that they, you know, my people are their customer. That, they, that know is, their, they know that their is their audience. Yes, yeah, exactly. That is, that yeah. is key. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's cool with the whiskey runner and stuff, and how they've embraced that. And I've been down there a handful of times to Rod and Hammers, and it's just a cool vibe. You know, yeah. they they produce some great, you know, juice, and you know, for the whole scenario, and it just. It's perfect. You are the perfect spokesman for I've, for Rod and Hammer. Yeah. So, um, anyways, that's cool. That is that's exactly what we're talking about, and you know, part of that diversification. And yep, yeah. You talk about you know able to stay relevant without racing. I I really feel like I've built so many relationships, and I've built up the marketing, and and obviously, like you know, followers have increased. The YouTube channel is new and growing. I'm, I'm prime. Like it's, things are trending really well for me to, to be able to afford to go racing. Yeah, I agree. And you know, like I I don't feel like, like, yeah, would I have preferred that I finished my car by now? Absolutely. But I feel like when I have a car, the opportunities are there for me and they're just waiting. So it's, it's good. Like I'm, I'm at peace, you know, with, with the process. If, if you'd have told me 
in whatever that was, 2021, that uh, wasn't going to have a car for a couple of years. Yeah, like, you'd be like, you know, I would have, yeah, I would have wanted to punch you in the face, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay right now, you know. Um, I had lunch with Carlos the other day. He was passing through the area and we talked Tack a lot about fab. like, yeah, Tack One okay. Fab. And we talked, a, we talked a lot about life and just, how everything that you want to do isn't always what you get to do. And right. I mean, Carlos has, Carlos has had some things come up this year too that, mm-hmm. He's that haven't really year. gone. Yeah. So it, you know, we're, we're all just normal dudes experiencing the same stuff, you know, whether it's money or family or what. Sure. And, um, I, I just, I'm okay with it. Yeah. That's just all I can say. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I can't wait to, I can't wait to go racing, but I'm okay with the, you know, the way life is, is going. I want to see you in the left seat again. <laughs> yeah. Me too. The left seat, not the, the right seat, not the wrong seat. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah it's genuineness, right. And it's life. And, yeah. and that's again, going back, you know, coming full circle of what we started talking about on this podcast. It's like, you know, this is the shit that happens. This is reality. You know, I'd love to be in that Instagram Fagazi Fagizzi world, of you know everything's fucking roses every day of the week but that's not reality and you know it's it's hard um for people to post on instagram their struggles and their challenges and their defeats and you don't have a problem posting that it's like dude i'm fucking you know having some issues here and you know, how can you help me out? And you reach out to the community and people are there because they can relate. You're relatable. And there's a lot of people and I don't follow those pages that are unrelatable, you know, the fucking Grant Cardones or whoever the fuck, I don't care. You know, it's (laughs) like they're living in the, and they put up and you know, they fucking struggle, you know, they got issues. Yeah. I'll tell you, uh, I don't know if you follow Burt Chrysler, the comedian dude, Mm -hmm. that guy, you know, he's, he struggles with his demons of alcoholism and, you know, overweight and the whole thing. And they have a pod. There's a, he has his own podcast. They got two bears, one cave with him. And, uh, Oh fuck. I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, but, you know, he's super genuine like you, right? Like, he's like, dude, I got to stop drinking. This is getting out of control. And he does. And it, it's like, he just throws it all out there online. He throws his whole life out there. And that's, people, you know, can relate to that. And that's what makes them successful. And and that's the recipe yeah. right there is like, you're doing it. You're making it happen. Fuck the fucking critics that are keyboard warriors going, you know, oh, well, you should have had your car done two years ago and this, that, the other thing. Well, yeah, in a perfect world, that would have been great. But let's talk about reality for a second here. Yeah. You know? So anyways, um, with that said, what's KOH 2024 looking like for you? So you're going to ride right seat with Aaron. Yeah. The wrong I was going to say, wait a minute. I thought we already talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be with Aaron. Uh, I'll be there. Gosh, man, I was there 11 days last year. And I listened to you guys talk about how like you love to stay an extra day on the back end. And Aaron and I were talking about that. Got to do the Monday. Got to do the Monday. I know. They're like, oh yeah, 
you know, Amber and Randy, they just go wheeling while everybody's stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll try to pull off as much as I can time wise. But man, it's a it's a slog, especially when you're spending, you know, so much of that yeah. time in the car. Right. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of time for hammers. I don't even know what vehicles I'm <laughs> if the whiskey runner's still alive, like people people want to see it. So I, I feel like that if, would be if the cool whiskey runner's still alive, I should I should bring it back. Because it was fairly new-ish when I brought it last year, but um, would it fit in your enclosed trailer? No, God, oh, no. no, right? No. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, last year it towed the enclosed trailer down there, it did, and then I and then I slept in that. I'd love to have the motorhome and have like yeah, a flushing toilet, but comforts. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what oh, happens. That's funny, um, you got options. Yeah, you got options. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chris we'll and I will be living our best Lance life in Hammertown Heights Estates. So you can come right. up and visit us yeah. regardless of what you're driving. If you can get there, if you can't get there, we will come pick you up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so uh, looking forward to it. Um, regardless of all this drama that's going on, you know, everybody's yeah. just fucking cranking out and got their eye on the prize for KOH uh, 2024. Any predictions from the early uh, sightings here on, uh, you know, the Instagrams and stuff? Some of these new cars getting built, um, people that have been just super grinding. Uh, I know you follow it to the nth degree, so I, I want to well, hear some of your your predictions of KOH twenty twenty four. Well, Put you, on you the know, spot. I remember last year i I thought Paul Wolf might do good Mm -hmm. and he ended up dnfing so Mm -hmm. apparently i don't i don't know anything which well no conversation started i think but we wanted to see him succeed as well you know i mean dude he's literally a junkyard dog so sure but i think you know i just recently listened to um interview with joe thompson i'm sure a lot of your yeah you know listeners listen to that one too and I, i mean that guy is just so amazing to me I love his mindset. I love the way he he talked about, you know, building the car. And I mean, he's like, I put f- function first. He's like, mm-hmm. and then I try to figure out how to put form mm-hmm. into the equation. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of money the Gomez brothers throw at this, and obviously they know how to win it. Like, man, I mean, if they did like a three-peat or something, like, th- yeah. that's just crazy. You know, they're running away with it. But it, it's, everybody always talks about, and it's it's a huge part of the appeal of Hammers is is the luck side. So, you know, it's probably somebody else's turn to, to quote, get lucky. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm mostly, I'm screw it. I'll say it selfishly. I'm excited to see what Aaron can do with, with some experience now, you know, because he Mm -hmm. was, he was so green to KOH last year, uh, you know, that we were going too slow in the desert and then we tried going too fast in the rocks and it just, you know, a lot of the pre-running stuff and, 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 you know, I made mistakes too in my, in my position for sure. But, uh, I, I really, I mean, he, he's such a good driver. Uh, he knows the car so well. Um, I, I think we can do so much better than we did last year that I, you know, and I haven't even heard from him, like, you know, what his expectations are. Does he just want to secure another finish or does he want to go for, go for broke like and and that'll be his decision because it's his car and his money but whatever way he wants to go i'll I'll support you know and i'll help 
help with that plan of, right. of you know, because the there's a couple races going on out there, right? It's like I'm just yeah. racing to finish or yeah, I'm racing to sure. fucking podium. Yeah. And, yep. and that's the other great thing about KOH. So that that will be cool because you guys both have, you know, you learned and, and working together. That that's a key thing out there. And the yeah. you know, the, it's so damn challenging. Again, I just I don't want to be in that position, but I respect you guys that are out there, driver, co-driver, whatever it is. Um, it, it's so freaking challenging that one day race and following all these different races and hearing their stories. It's like, holy crap, this is super cool, but I don't want to be in either one of those seats, you know, peeing through a catheter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um that's going to be great to follow this year. And I do love your position in that sense. And, and Aaron knowing him, uh, getting to know him last year and, and seeing his dedication, um, yep. that will be cool to follow. And he was, I remember last year when we started, it was really the, the beginning of him and I even spending time around each other. And I started videoing and I could tell like, he, he wasn't real into it. So I kind of just, all right, I, I won't maybe do as much videoing, but I think this year now that, that we know each other, um, that I'm sure like somebody will have a star link in our camp or something like that. I, I'm going to go heavy on the content and, and share that journey of, of what Aaron and I have to go through and, and, you know, try to provide that, uh, that point of view of, of what it's like to, you know, you can never film yourself as the racer. So I think it'll be cool to like, you know, film him and what he's going through and, and, and the struggles and, you know, cause there was, I mean, we told a lot of stories, but that, that was probably only even a fraction of what we went through. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to, to create, um, some pretty good content and a pretty good story out of, um, you know, what Aaron's, what his KOH 2024 experience is like. That's cool. All right, I got sure. a couple other comments to bring up here that I want your opinion okay. on. The EV class. Sure. Mm. So, you know, we both know um, Evolve Racing, Keith and Melissa, uh, with their car. Uh, of course, Eve, uh, Boston Kyle, with the clapped-out Toyota 4Runner that, you know, the they OG. proved a concept. Yep, the OG of EV. Um, <laughs> I guess Dave's got a car... Um, you know, so there, there's a potential of like five EVs racing this year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hearing that it's going to be a modified course because obviously it's a, a battery fuel issue. They can't, you know, run the entire, um, sure. you know, course of, of uh, KOH. But uh, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Yeah, I mean, you know... Dave's a visionary and, and we wouldn't even have King of the Hammers if, if it wasn't for him and that, sure. that vision, but his vision for the electric thing just hasn't played out. And uh-huh. a lot of it's not his fault. It's, it's the technology, you know, I think a company came to the table offering something before it was ready. And, right. you know, I remember whatever it was a year, or whatever ago, Dave pulling the plug and just saying, it's not ready. It's not safe. We're not doing it. Uh, and there were a lot of teams that were willing to build, you know, EV cars if, if the technology was ready to support it. Um, I don't, I think, you know, 
unfortunately for a few more years, it's probably going to be people like Keith and Melissa just flogging it out and just Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, spending their own time and money figuring stuff out. And, you know, I think eventually a lot of those products will, will come to fruition for, for everybody else. But yeah, it's, it's gonna, I mean, individually like that, you know, Kyle's truck and and Keith and Melissa's like, they they have a lot of appeal and and people are super interested in it. I'm super interested in it, but it's, it's just not going to take off until there's a field of cars, you know, and, sure. and everybody's ab- able to, to, you know, jump in an electric car and go race it. Well, the whole Lordstown thing. I mean, that was, you know, when they were down in Baja. Sure. I loved, yeah. I love that EVA just fucking wiped the pavement with yeah. Lordstown, right? Made it farther. And that's Factory cool. Team, it's the same. You know? Yeah. You know, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, you know, the situation with like a Lordstown or Hypercraft or anything like that, but my sister's in the tech industry and her experience from the workforce side has been a lot of these companies got startup money, they got kickstart money, they got government funding, they got something and they they exist for a couple of years while they burn through it doing R&D and then Mm -hmm. they just didn't accomplish what they were you know, trying to do and they go away. And I mean, we've seen it with electric dirt bikes too. Remember the yeah. Alta, oh, yeah. uh, you know, these, these companies, they just, they come and go and where they got their investor money. I'm not really sure whether it's private or, or government funding or what, but, um, you know, it, it just, I mean, Elon's the only guy that's gotten it done, right? Like why yeah. we don't, why we don't just have a lifted Tesla class. I'm not really sure, you know, but that, I mean, that would be the, that would just be the way to do it. I've got well, a buddy now, that works the, at Rivian. Cybertruck's coming out. So, yeah. you know, it might yeah. be next year or not, not well, we, 2024. We, but did you see, we saw that. Yeah. We saw the video of it at Hollister though. Couldn't even make it up stair steps. I right? know. So I wonder if it's <laughs> yeah. driver or the vehicle. I kind of, yeah, you know, sure. you gotta, you gotta sure. know, right? Like if yeah. you, if they put you in it, what, what would it right. look like? Right. Like was sure. it fucking, I don't want to yeah, say. Yeah, I've got a say. I've got a I've got a friend that works in Rivian and uh I, I was bugging him. I'm like, dude, I know you don't have like corporate pull, but where is your racing division? Sure. Like where are they? You know, like why is that thing not out just making viral content, like doing cool stuff? Yeah. You know, and yeah. Well, I mean, that's where like, a lot of technology just, leaps yeah. and bounds happen is from racing. I mean, right. look it, it really right. does. Yeah. It's yeah. the harshest environment you could possibly imagine, and that's where a lot of great stuff gets developed. But exactly sure. with that that said, is that's why I love Keith and Melissa with the Evolve Racing and and turning a Tesla S engine, you know, motor. Sure, um, right. Into he took he he incorporated that into his rock crawler. You know, that was a very capable Toyota pickup, as capable as Toyota. Could pickups could be uh put it put a tesla s in there and made it happen and they've learned so much in this last year and had a lot of support from radial dynamics and you know other people that want to see this whole project succeed they're on that bleeding edge is like chris likes to say and they get a lot of criticism because it's like oh well you know you're wasting money on this xyz well no you know what they're creating the future, and this is the future, undeniably, as much as we don't like to admit it, but it's going to happen, and it's it, we're going to look back on their truck, freaking, and even EVE, 
you know, proving a concept that electric vehicle can race in these harsh environments. Pretty mm-hmm. freaking cool. So it's at the, the, the newborn stage and everybody's going to throw their shade and, and it's like, Oh yeah, well, it's, you know, I love the sound of a V8 and I do love the sound of a V8, but this is where it's going. And I, I'd love to see the, the, you know, technology catching up with our sport and going, you know, let's see what we can do with some electric motors, you know? Yeah. Um, but there will never be yeah, I'm replacement not... for displacement. There will never be <laughs> replacement for displacement. I love the fucking that morning. I will say this. I'm going to go on a little tangent right now, but the morning of the 4,400 lineup in Hammertown, uh, it's fucking cold. Everybody's got their car hearts on and their beanies <laughs> and people have their shit up on da- jack stands because they're 250 weight gear oil. They got to warm up before they hit the start line and, and just being in Hammertown, watching these ridiculous fucking creations, mechanical marvels, warming up to go race some of the toughest terrain. I I just, I love that shit. That is my favorite part of KOH is 4,400 morning in Hammertown at 7 a.m. So there you go. And, and you should, uh, motors, I don't think it's going to fill that need for me. <laughs> yeah, you should. Uh, you should try being in one of the cars. It gets better. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I, yeah. I I get it, and the nerves and everything, and I've seen it on people's faces. Your face, you know, the wigs, and all these people we know that we follow. But I love being that guy that's filming it or talking about it and stuff. I just. I'm not a racer. I'm not a racer. Yeah. It's not my it's gig. Good. I get it. And I, 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 I stay in my lane, but, um, <laughs> I can imagine what, what it's like hitting that start line and getting that green flag and going out of hammer town with all these people cheering you on. It's gotta be fucking electric for sure. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty fun. So hopefully someday you'll get to feel that feeling again. <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm not you know i'm not done and if if people you know want to talk trash behind behind my back or whatever that's fine they always will yeah it's totally fine it's it's kind of the joke with like the youtube comments and stuff you know it's like you you know it's not until you have haters that you've actually accomplished something so uh, yeah it doesn't it doesn't so one last yeah no, it's part of the deal. You do what you, you do, you, Kevin. You do you. <laughs> okay, so one last thing I got to ask is your opinion on Shannon Campbell with the two seat car with his new fiance or new no, bride, wife, I should say, wife. bride. Yeah. Um, Shannon and Jess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with this new car and you get, you get the OG, right? This is the guy that is the epitome of ultra four. Everybody knows Shannon Campbell that knows ultra four and badass, you know, fabricator making, you know, chicken salad out of chicken shit is his motto. Right. And he has, and he just, he's another one of those every man guys that, has proven himself 
and fabrication skills. And it's like, okay, now he's got a two seater. What it, what what are your thoughts on this? I want your thoughts on Shannon's build and it's going out well, for wiring right now. He's ahead of the game. Yeah. There's no there's no doubt Shannon knows how to build a car. So I think you can you can eliminate any of those types of questions sure. or concerns. Um he just this last year on the single seat car, he switched to the best the best shocks out there, switched over to ADS, ADS. shocks. Yeah. And he went to a few regional races and he showed like he still knows what he's doing. Uh, I feel like his, his KOH thing, and I mean, he's publicly said it, his KOH shortfall is he can't see. <laughs> so he can't, he can't right? read the course and right? he's just making the best decisions he can make in the moment. But he's, he's definitely added some miles to the race course over the years that he probably didn't need to take. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I mean, if, if Jess is like comfortable in the car and she can read a map and keep him pointed in the right direction, like, I mean, Shannon will be top five, you know, like, I, I mean, he's, he's still the man. He's, he's got all the, yeah, he's, he's got all the speed, right? He can, he can obviously build a machine, you know, nothing on the new, nothing on the new car is like, it's not, he's not stepping outside the formula or the box, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the car is still very, very Campbell esque and using a lot of the same parts that he's always used. I think well, he's got a big block broke, now, fix it, right? Yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, if if Jess is comfortable in the car, going those speeds and well, like I, I think the whole it, key to know? the operation is as long as she doesn't have two black eyes and can't see the Garmin anymore, she'll be <laughs> she's fine. Gonna, she's gonna double up on the Brazier's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, but. But I wonder how much coaching's going on behind the scenes of like sure. you know how to navigate, how to be a right seat. You know the, you know there's a lot to the right seat, and I've learned that over the years. It's like they're just not riding in the car for a good time. They are contributing to the success of this operation. So sure, and yeah. and and Shannon being a single seat guy, you know his whole career, um. It's going to be interesting to see. And I just, yeah, I'd love to see this unfold. And and somebody like Shannon that, again, is super genuine and just making shit happen with minimal stuff. And uh, now with Jess in the mix, I, I just, I can't wait to see what this is going to turn out. It's it's, it's going to be, be awesome. great. Yeah, it should be. It should be fun. I mean. At the very least, we can imagine that the like bad updates will be, you know, interesting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, who, kn- who knows what they'll be doing while they're pre-running, you know? But uh, yeah, so no, I, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big Shannon fan, so I, I, I hope he does well. I, I expect him to do well. So I do, I do too. And uh, how we've gotten to know him over the years, Chris and I, it's just been, it's just been great. And I just. I love this shit. I love Ultra 4. I love all these different stories. And, uh, you know, there's a little drama going on right now. But Good. ultimately, it's it's going to be another great year down in the desert in Johnson Valley. You know, Boone Road, we're going to be all excited driving in. And we're going to be effing fucking Boone Road driving out. But, you know, it's a great thing. I love the fucking... Away. Yeah, 
No, it's so good. And uh, I'm so looking forward to it. I know everybody else is. And it's cool to catch up with you, Kevin, and, you know, just get caught up. And and I think you're one behind Amber now for the count. (laughs) It's not official, but you're there. Um, But, uh, yeah. So thanks for coming on the podcast and sharing your insight. And uh, you bet. It is. It is good. And thanks for being genuine and uh, a family man. And uh, uh, we haven't even talked about the element video, but if you haven't seen the element video that uh, Kevin and I did more Kevin than I, and I I will say this right now on the record, it was fucking incredible. We recorded that on a Thursday and Saturday you edited it and got it out to the public uh, a day later Um, that was a lot of content to edit and our whole goal was just to like put the, the element out there and show, you know, does it work or does it not? And we did real life scenarios and it's funny because all the keyboard warriors and haters we haven't heard from what's going on, Kevin. Yeah, I got, it got kind of quiet. It did. It got quiet. It would have. It would have done a lot better for my algorithm stuff if they would have engaged. But right, right. Instead, I think they, I think they just took their elements and went home. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it's crying. It was it, that was fun recording with you. I wish Chris could have been with us. Me too. Um, but but um, that was a great video. And if you haven't seen it, go to Chasing Five Eighteen on the YouTube channel and look up the Element video. It's it's a little lengthy. I think it's forty two, forty five minutes. Um, but the the content is gold. Not it flows just well, and it doesn't it seem does. as long as it is. It does, and and, and it, it it was one hundred percent unscripted. I I called Kevin a few times. And I'm like, what are we doing? What? Are we, okay, let's try this, that, and the other thing, and. And we bounced some stuff off the wall and and we just just ran with it. And it was cool and his daughters got involved and it was super realistic, right? Again, going back to the genuine thing. Uh we didn't want we weren't sponsored by Element by any means, other than they gave us some fire extinguishers to light off. Um, because I was willing to do it. Kevin was willing to do it, but you know, Rob says, Hey, I'm going to give you some fire extinguishers. Let's see what you guys do. And that's what we ran with. And I'm proud of that video, man. Thank you for putting that out. And, uh, yeah, you bet. I, I know it took a lot and, you know, I was just rolled in and did a few things and rolled out, you know, but all the, the hard labor was on your side, just like Chris editing the podcast. So, uh, thank you guys for doing that stuff and keeping it real. Yeah, sure. Good times. Yeah. So anything else, Kevin, before we wrap this segment up, um, it's been fun catching up with you and, uh, you need to get back to your family that's in the house wondering where the, f- <laughs> yeah, I think they're all ready to go home now. Right. So probably, <laughs> right. Time that. Right. Um, right. yeah, no, I, uh, I appreciate you guys always, you know, keeping, keeping tabs on me. And, um, it's been a, it's been a fun, a fun journey to grow, grow alongside you guys. And, um, I'm just 
I'm just excited about the future. You know, yes. it's uh, every everything has been moving up and moving forward. You know, occasionally there's a step or two back, but sure, um, <laughs> that's life. Yeah, that's life. So no, it, life. it's great. I'm 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 having a good time. I, I enjoy listening to you guys every week, and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks right on, man. Well, hey, okay, yeah, so we'll get the official count, but I think you're one behind Amber now, so we'll uh, we'll 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 get the update count. Lorenzo's working on it right now. He's got a Santa hat on. He's Amber super just me. studious. Yeah, he's texting you right now. She just said, um, "Hey, that's bullshit." <laughs> so <laughs> So, uh, right on, man. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, look forward to seeing you on the lake bed along with all our other friends out there. And uh, the story's going to continue. So Absolutely. Good. Kevin, we'll see you on the lake bed. You and your family have a all very right. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you guys too. All right. There it is. We got the update from Ultra 4 Jones, Kevin Jones. Um, yeah. What do you think, Chris? I think he uh, that's his 15th appearance on the show. I'm going to have to confirm that. Is it that. 15th? You're going to confirm that? Did Lorenzo uh, email you that? Did he texted text me, you that? But, but he uh, texted me a picture of his ass, too, so I don't know what that's all about. You know, he's been sending some dirty pictures from the places in Reno he's been visiting recently. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, no, you need to behave yourself. Has he's he been to all the speakeasies? He's been to the speakeasies in Reno yet? He he has found some underground shit in Reno, I will tell you that. And it's it's intriguing. It's intriguing, I will say. Bondage for asses or what? I mean, I don't, I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm not going to We've we've I'll gone him, completely off the rails. I'll let him talk about that, but um, back to Kevin Jones. Yes. That was some great content. You got some inside information, and hopefully we'll get some more answers about what is going on with Ultra 4. Because, you know, King of the Hammers is a separate entity. It's Ultra 4 Racing, but it's it's a separate entity that uh, Dave Cole kept his uh, kept possession yeah. of when he yeah. sold off the other ser- part of the series to the Robin, Robinette family. Robinette. And obviously, keep your ears tuned to Wheeling Wine Whiskey. We'll, we'll definitely we're hear more news about what's going and on. Find out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. this is crazy. But well, Wheeling it, Wine Whiskey own Ultra Four. Is Morflake going to own Ultra Four? Is Ford going to own Ultra Four? Is Stellantis going to own? What's going to happen? Wow. I don't know. Wow, wow, you're really just shooting for the stars there, but. I'm encouraged. Um, it was great to hear from from Kevin and get the updates because, um, you know, good, good, genuine, relevant stories. And um, I, I love it. So I hope the listeners enjoy it. Um, if you don't, go listen to Snail Trail for your Toyota updates. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're here spitting real-world knowledge of ultra four and our community and uh not to throw any shade on uh snail trail they're doing a great job too but um it's fun we are the number one off-road podcast and that's why we're number one because we we tell the truth and we have correct information (laughs) and if we don't we admit it just gotta throw that out there but anyways (laughs) good shit 
I love this, Chris. I, I love that we're in our fourth year. What? I can't, I can't believe that this is still going on. And uh, we're still talking into mics and we're still getting uh, feedback that uh, you guys keep it up. And I love it. And those of you that are out there listening right now, thank you very much uh, for for listening. And, you know, just tell your friends and support our podcast. Um, It is 100 percent unsolicited and this is not our day jobs and we've loved this and yeah right (laughs) um i would love to make this my day job but no it's great and i love the support so thank you guys um we are fast approaching the holidays and uh hopefully everybody is uh taking some time off to be with their family and enjoying it and uh yeah good stuff chris Love this time of the year. Oh, yeah. uh, looking at snow-covered mountains. Looking forward to some skiing here soon. You won't hear from me. You'll do. You'll That's be doing some more content. Yeah, you'll be doing some more solo podcasts coming up here. Now that I'm living up no, here, I've got so Rodney in the queue. I've got freaking. I'm going to get Donnie Happel in the queue. We're going to mm. make this happen. Donnie would be great. Rodney Over Don. All right. With that. I don't have oh, anything else, Chris. Yeah, you got we anything gotta else? close the show, man. We got to, hey, what how you do got? you get a hold of us? I mean, you got to call the number, leave a voicemail, 408 800 5169. Don't forget, that's 408 800 5169. Leave a voicemail, get played on the air. And that's then, of course, right. you can leave us uh, emails. That's Chris at wheelingwinewhiskey.com or Jason at wheelingwinewhiskey.com. It's getting a little close to the holidays, so if you haven't done your shopping yet, <laughs> you're probably not going to get it for the, under the tree at this point. Well, you might. You, you might. You can go to wheelingwinewhiskey.com, click on the merch link, and you can see all of our cool stuff that's for sale. Johnny will get that shipped out to you ASAP and hopefully make it in time for for your holiday for to build it under the tree for your loved ones for the holidays and last but not least do not forget about the ig and that is wheeling wine at wheeling wine whiskey right and that uh, is a great way to communicate with jason and i directly jason's really prompt with his responses to that and what's the last thing oh do a review we love reviews we need we love reviews. the five-star review I just Helps sent out six stickers this week. Holy shit! Look at you. I'm That's important. It helps with the it helps with the algorithm. And I've yeah, got Jason two stamps would... left. That's so two more reviews for 2023. Wait, they charge for stamps in Nevada? I thought that was they free. do. They do. It's the same. It's a federal thing, Chris. Oh, fucking feds! Okay, I know. Whatever. I know. All right. Well, so yeah, do do a review. DM Jason at at Wheeling Wine Whiskey on the IG. We'll send you a sticker. Yeehaw. Merry yes, Christmas, everybody. Exactly. All right. Chris, with that, we're out. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho.